Welcome to another podcast um, on Made on the Road. This is week seven, I believe. I can't believe how quickly it's flown by already, week seven, um, which also makes me quite scared as to how many weeks we've been on tour. We're already halfway through um, as of next week, so I'm going to make like a summary video on my YouTube channel about everything that's happened so far. Very excited for that. But today, I would like to welcome Martin and Isaac to the podcast. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Welcome. Um, you guys, have you ever done a podcast before? No, I've done music for a podcast. You've done music for a podcast like, you've never done? Like a oh, yeah, you, we've done podcasts. We've done podcasts. Oh yeah, we've done quite a few actually yeah. now. Well, it's lovely to have you here. Thank uh, you. Martin's actually already had a couple of days on the bus already. So uh, we're going to talk about a little bit about what's happened the last couple of days. Does anybody want to make uh, a descriptive intro to exactly what's gone on this, this first couple of days? Uh, yeah, go for it, man. Are you actually going to hold up that camera for... I'm for, not going to... <laughs> <of the, laughs> I'm not. I am vlogging the intro of this because I'm basically... This week I'm doing a video on you okay. and your story of like how we've connected, exactly okay. what's happened okay. and all the things that have okay. happened. So this is this will go in it. So if anybody wants to see exactly what happens and how we film the podcast, head over to the YouTube channel, George Holiday, and you'll see it. Fantastic plug. <laughs> okay, um, so this last couple of days we've been... Um, We've been writing already with you. Um, we've had two days now. Yeah. Two full days. Today's the third day. Today will be the third day. Yeah. And I think we'll probably get most of the things done today. We got vocals down yesterday. So, yeah. um, hopefully we can do some harmonies and there's just guitar left because yeah. Martin plays a bit of everything. So do you want to say about what your main thing is and um, your a really brief story on how you are here today? Yeah, I used to think about my instruments or the, or the instruments I play like... I always had those phases. I had a phase in which I w was focusing on the piano. Then I had a phase where I only played the guitar. Then I started to take uh, take on singing. And I always... At the beginning I said, okay, piano is my main instrument. Then when I started to play the guitar, I said, okay, I'm the better guitar player. I'm actually a, a guitarist. Mm -hmm. But now I'm trying to, uh, to distance myself from that. I'm, I'm just trying to say... I'm, I'm a musician. Yeah. And whatever makes the music sound better, it's going to be that instrument. Yeah. And so right now, what do you feel is your strongest point? My strongest point is actually uh, producing and I was songwriting. Say, right I now. wanted to chip that in because you yeah. showed us some songs yesterday and a uh, day before yesterday, and honestly, they were wicked. Thank you. Thank they were. They were. They really. I think they really suited your personality. Yeah. Because you've always had this fun element. Every time we've been in touch, it's always been like fun little jokes and you can see a lot of your personality in the videos and I was really intrigued to know how that was going to come across in your songs because I hadn't actually heard any of your songs until two days ago yeah. um, I know you put one little video up once on your Instagram which was kind a short of a snippet yeah, exactly yeah. a short snippet and that's all I'd really seen so yeah. it's hard to judge some uh, it's hard to see what somebody's like as a musician just from one song because yeah. I mean the variety between the three songs you showed us was like quite a big variety yeah, yeah. so oh we've got a what's going on here Quad bike. So a quad bike going past. Classic. We're actually in Germany, in the in the middle of the country. <coughs> I'm trying. I'm trying so hard to hide my German accent, you guys. So oh, you don't have, you to, hide have to hide it. it. <laughs> don't have to hide it. Um, 
so yeah, it's really hard to see uh, get the grasp of a full musician just from one song. So it was really amazing to hear your your productions, and yeah, your productions are top. You've kept that quiet a little bit, I think. You've always said you're a producer, but to what level? I think you've been quite humble. So it was really amazing to hear. Yeah, I've been producing for quite a while now, uh, like one year, a year and a half maybe. Mm -hmm. But I've been doing it uh, consistently and and like eight hours a day. Mm -hmm. I try to get better at my craft actually and that is why I try in my in my album I'm trying I'm working on my album too right now I'm trying to uh, get a bit of every genre like that is why you say that is why you said uh, that the the songs you heard are so uh, different mm. it's because I try to get in <coughs> pop I try to get in rock I try to get in hip hop influences I'm, I'm just trying to to become a better producer right now so I think that's the best way to what's your do. process for it do you do you sit and listen to a lot of type of music and then you hear a certain song and you'll be like oh that's really cool I want to learn how to yeah. do that I used to have a time where I listened to I put myself a challenge that I'm I was going to listen to one album every day and uh, I actually got that from Jacob Collier I don't know if you yeah, know yeah big fan yeah. he's a musical genius yeah he's scary scary <laughs> Yeah, and but I'm not doing that anymore because I don't, I don't know less time now. But it's a good place to start, though. It's a good place and to a great start, way yeah. to learn how to produce certain types of sounds. If you hear yeah. a certain producer make, uh, I'm trying to think of some producer off the top of my head, but if you hear how they do things, and then you try and replicate how to do that. You learn more about production. Exactly, I think it's the exactly. best way to learn about exactly. production. And I think the more you listen to music, to music, the better your production skills because mm -hmm. in production, mm -hmm. it's all about your inner ear. Yeah, and if you have that inner ear, I, I think my inner ear is really strong right now. Yeah, it, it developed over over the years, not only by playing instruments, but also by listening. It, listening is at least like fifty percent in producing. So when you start to produce a song, if you have a strong ear, you you that's like eighty percent of of production skills. Production, yeah, yeah. yeah I think what like hit me when you played as your stuff. Hopefully, like you'll release it one day so other people can know what it's talking about. Yeah, well, we'll make sure he does. Yeah, <laughs> it was like um, it felt like you straight away. No matter, like even after the, I remember we were chatting about like after like three tracks, even though they were different, it felt like you. Yeah, and I think that's really hard to do, and there's almost no way to do that. It just happens. Mm. Like you've just found it. Just sounds like you. I've met you before and not heard your music. Um, it's that it just it felt like you like straight away, and I think that's like. People search for that for for a long decades. time. Yeah, especially like artists themselves yeah. will search for that. It's only recently you feel like you found your new sound on where you want to progress to yeah. now, and that's just through a lot of playing, I guess, yeah. and a lot of listening to other stuff, a lot of testing stuff out, recording and writing, and then you like find your thing. I feel like you've already found. You've your already thing found, and I think that's probably because you've put the hours in and you've put the work in of like, right, I'm going to listen to an album a day, I'm going to do this, and then you've just found your sound without probably realizing yourself mm. that you found <laughs> it. But there's like you've already got such a strong identity within your music. When I heard it, anyway, personally for me, I was just like, was just, when you play it, it's like, you're absolutely... Yeah. Anything you can't do. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> I mean, I think it's good to put a plug in for, so where people can follow you, like, now. Um, where is the best place so that when you do release it, people will find you? Uh, probably on Facebook and Instagram. Facebook, mm. Instagram. And your Instagram is... It's, it's easy to say, <laughs> but you've shortened it, haven't you? You've taken all the vowels out of it. So exactly. It's, so it's M-R-T-N. Yeah. M-R-Z-L. 
MTZL. MTZL. Um, so go check, go check him out. Give him a follow, and um, when the music drops, you guys will be ready, and then you can yeah. listen back to this podcast and understand right. exactly oh, where yeah. we're coming from. Now, now I get what they're saying. So um, let's talk about the story of how you found out what we're doing. Like it was through Instagram or was it YouTube first? It was through Instagram. Through Instagram. I don't know how exactly, but I stumbled upon your profile, and it was still in the. You were still in the process of uh, rebuilding the the van or the bus. Oh, okay. Wow, that feels like ages ago, but it yeah. actually wasn't. <laughs> you you kept posting all those. Uh, uh, so, I don't know what what was it. You we were still. I think you were still building the walls in inside. Okay, so was it the bus Instagram or was it my personal one? Because I don't. I don't know. Can't I remember. don't remember. Can't remember. But it was about a year ago, wasn't it? Yeah, it was before I announced yeah. this whole tour thing. Yeah, it, I think it was two months before you started to two months before you finished the the bus right okay so this would have been actually it would have been over a year ago now yeah, yeah crikey yeah, me yeah. um and and here we are today sat in germany which is crazy how the internet works in that sense it's it's amazing it's amazing um and how, how have you found it so far two day three on the bus so cool it's it's I don't know. I was I was quite nervous at the beginning because I didn't know exactly how I was going to contribute to the album because you're a great pianist, great producer as well. And I was like, how is this going to work out if we have two producers on on the on the bus? Both right? playing piano. Yeah, yeah, both playing piano, both producing. And but when I came into the bus, you were <laughs> yeah, there was quite a funny situation when I showed up on the first day. I entered the bus. <laughs> it was such a mess. Oh, crap. Yeah, my bed had broken. His bed had broken and he was in the process of fixing his bed. <laughs> and Isaac was observing him. <laughs> yeah. And the I'd just broken my TV. I lifted the bed up to fix it and just absolutely crushed my TV. So it was like what for most people would have been the most stressful situation. And it was like, yeah. oh, hey, Martin, we've been chatting for a year and this is how we meet. This is how we meet, yeah. And up, up until... Until that point, I had only seen the, all those fancy pictures of of your kitchen in the bars, and everything was so clean and tidy. And I came into the bars. Oh, okay, he's, was he's human too. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's an important thing that not many people get to see. It's why I started doing these other vlogs, is because people can see the struggles of, yeah. uh, you know, it is a real life. It's and ironically, we were saying uh, Isaac and myself were joking that that day the stuff that we were fixing was just like lifestyle stuff. It wasn't anything to do with bus life. Yeah, My bed had broken bed and, a TV. and I broke a TV. Yeah. So it's funny how the struggles when you build a flat inside a bus are still kind of the same as everyday life, but um, just a bit more tasking of the space. I mean, we, we were dancing over duvets and mattresses that were all over in here. Yeah. So. And I think that was a kind of icebreaker. Yeah, t- yeah. It was absolutely. a good one. It was okay. definitely yeah. a good one. Um, and creatively, how do you find working in... I'm intrigued to hear how you find working in a bus in like random places compared to how you'd normally produce or the environment you'd normally produce in. Yeah. I think, I don't remember when you said it to me, but you you wrote a message saying, the bus is always creative. <laughs> and I was intrigued by that. It, it sounded so nice, but now, I'm, now I get what you mean, having spent three days on the bus. Uh, at first, it's creative because there is like three of us in here mm-hmm. and uh, if you ever if, if you ever get to a point where you don't come up uh, where you don't come up with any new ideas you can 
there's always someone there's always a new idea in in the air because it's three three of us and you can inspire each other but another thing is that you're so close to nature and uh, and i think there's there's nothing more creative than nature itself i mean yeah. i don't want to sound too religious but uh, nature is the epitome of creation that's it's the pinnacle i mean uh, it doesn't matter if it's developed through uh, through evolution if it created itself or it was created by God but it, it's the creation yeah mm. is, is there anything more creative than nature and so if you ever get to a point of of not knowing what to play or you don't come up with any new ideas you just or you get self-conscious you can just step jump out of the bus take those two or three steps into nature and you're good to go again yeah that's so so nice. It's 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 a really surreal thing, isn't it? When yeah. like yesterday we went on this amazing walk. We parked by a lake, and um, you had an amazing walk. Went and explored for a couple of hours, and then came back. Got back to the creating, I guess, with like a clear head, and just feeling like together, like more so together between the three of us, more locked in, so that when you're in that creative zone, it's it's obviously better. But then, yeah, like like you say, <coughs> whenever you need that space, it's there on your doorstep yeah, to it's go. Always and, there. Always like, go there. and do stuff. And, and actually, last night you brought some friends along, and we went for a fire pit down on the lake, which was like the most—it's um, what we all dream about, right? Have a fire pit down on the beach, watching the sunset. We took a guitar down, had it some was, music. It was quite spontaneous, actually. And, yeah, and I think that's the beauty in in. in sp- well, ah. <laughs> we got a wasp inside. I'll leave that one for you, Isaac. <laughs> leave it for me. Oh, it's gone. It's gone. Yeah, the dad did that. What you did that? Yeah, I just looked at it. And it went, yeah. yeah. It's the skill you've got, mate. Thank you. <laughs> no, it is the beauty of... I call it the beauty of the bus. Yeah. That's, that's it is. how I nickname it. So, I actually got a, received a gift from my good friend Jody, who was a big part of last year with the bus, really, and, and where we were at. And they're affirmation cards. And on the box, it says, 50 affirmation cards to help you help yourself without the self-helpiness. <laughs> I just say as well at like the back of it. Did you notice what it says at the back? No, what's it so I love it because they're not taking themselves too seriously. So they've put like it's been proven that making positive statements out of out loud can radically improve your mood with an asterisk, and it says said, so not proven. <laughs> and then it's uh, hang on, where is it? Uh, we're not ones to argue with science, and then asterisks or pseudoscience, or pixie dust. <laughs> I love it. They're, and they're, on the front, it has got a unicorn flying over a rainbow with a rabbit on the back of exactly. it. Exactly. Like, they're not taking themselves too seriously. It's, it's just like... They're uh, not trying to be serious, like spiritual... Co- I actually love the... On the front, it says, to help you help yourself without the self-helpiness. It's yeah. almost like disarming the whole... Um, I think these kind of things can sometimes come across as being like a bit really... Too. A bit too spiritual, and it puts people off, rather than just like the benefits of what it could be. Absolutely. So, on these cards... Um, well, in fact, I'll let you. I'll let you pick one, Martin, and then we will. If you read it out, it feels like a good one. It was a solid choose. Positive thinking. In the garden of my mind, I water the good thoughts and weed out the bad ones. I throw in forgiveness and empathy seeds by the handful if I want, and I take a lawnmower to that jealousy and resentment patch. I'm a pretty badass mind gardener. <laughs> pretty badass mind gardener. Um, I think that's a really interesting topic, actually, because um, one thing that I guess we've not really spoken too much about is um, what you feel towards, like, being a creative, being a musician, and you're working a lot on your own, and you've not released anything yet, so you don't really have any feedback at the moment, Um, and maybe some feedback you've had already is good or bad, but what's been your journey in terms of um, 
trying to think positive about what you're doing, like stepping into the unknown. This is a big step you're taking, really. Like you're trying to do this full time. There's no guarantee on the destination or what's going to happen. Like what's been your, I guess, mental health journey through everything that you've done? That's a tough question because I think every every artist, every creative person knows knows the struggle that you're not creative when you're supposed to be creative. Yeah. Like you're trying if you're trying to be creative, you you're not creative. Mm -hmm. It's 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 hard to find the balance between uh, forcing yourself to to write new music and just letting go and let it flow, letting mm. it flow. So uh, the the card actually reminds me of of something I, I read not too long ago. What was it? If you love someone, no. If if you if you like a flower, you pluck it. But if you love it, you water it daily. Mm. And I think that it's the same with, with creativity. If you I love that. If you if you like creating, if you if you like your song, you you try to finish it as as, as quick as possible, or I don't know. I, I, I think what you're what you're meaning is like you're, if you try and finish it as quick as possible, then it's you're not you're not concentrating on the small details and like really watering it to becoming the best it can possibly yeah, yeah, be. Yeah. But if you're trying to finish it as quick as possible, then you're not you're obviously not as passionate yeah. about it, or or it becomes a job, a means to an end rather yeah. than a. I think I think in creation in 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 the process of creating music, it's all about abundance. If you worry about writing. As if you worry about making mistakes, you won't be creative at all. But if you just let it flow and just come up with new ideas and and try to make mistakes, you you will always be creative, and that's abundance, I think. And it's the same with flowering with watering flowers. If you if you water them daily, not caring about which flower you water or how it how the wat how the flower is going to develop, how it's going to grow. It will grow the best if mm -hmm. you just focus on one flower, and if you force it to grow, it won't grow. Yeah, that's a what a good card to start. On. Have you got the, any I love the way Martin one? was before the podcast being like, oh, "I'm not really quite sure." They're absolutely smashing it. I know He's coming every, out with like lovely beautiful quotes, just, and you're absolutely natural, mate. I kind of just want to be like sign over the podcast <laughs> to you now. This is now your podcast, <laughs> and I, I feel like a guest on your podcast now. <laughs> Have you got any thoughts, Isaac, on, on the whole uh, positive thinking? Because I think together we've had quite a journey of a year, really, in terms of finding what we want to do, finding yeah. where we're at, and and how to achieve that in a positive mind. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, what's your journey on what you've done in the last year? Because you you stopped doing music, like essentially. You were always playing it, mm. you are always gigging, but um, yourself, Isaac Tyler, the artist. Yeah, I stopped for a bit, which was... Mm, wasn't even scary because I wanted to do it. Mm -hmm. Like, if it was, if I didn't want to do it, it might have been a bit scary, but like, I'd reached a point where I wasn't burnt out, but I was just like, what, where's this, like, what am I doing this for? Mm -hmm. And... The only thing I've ever wanted to do is music, but as me and an artist at that point, I was like, "What? I'm not actually. Where, what's the? Where's this going?" So I was like, "Look, there's other doors opening. There was like Made in the Road, and there was Parent Review and writing for the people." And I was like, "I'm enjoying that, and mm -hmm. that's you know." And it was actually just to take a bit of time off, concentrating on just me, me, me being an artist. So you stopped, sing stopped singing, right? Yeah, kind of. I do the odd gig now and then, mm -hmm. but I had no pressure on like, right, what am I releasing next? What am I doing? I just took a bit of a break and. Now I'm in a better place as an artist than I've ever been, and like you've got ideas coming out of your left, right, and centre. Yeah, two ideas <laughs> this morning. But they, that that shows though, because before 
I didn't. I fell out. I really fell out of with songwriting. That was the main thing that really worried me. Yeah. I fell out of love with songwriting completely because every song I was writing, I was like, right, this has to be for me. Yeah. So no, I wouldn't sing like that way. I wasn't yeah. just writing songs because you just write songs. Yeah. But it all it takes is now and then just a bit of a step back, lean on some friends, get help from people in the sense of just working with other people. It's amazing how much a year can change your outlook on everything. Absolutely. Like it's incredible how much you can change your outlook on everything. Yeah. Yeah. And I think there's been a lot of talk on this podcast in particular that about um, positive mindsets. And, and I think the hardest step to positive thinking is actually realising or the acknowledgement that something might not be as best as it could be. Yeah. Mm, yeah. And that's actually, I think that's the hardest bit. Yeah. And it took me years to even think like, hang on, working these hours and do, trying to do 50 different things at once is actually a negative thing. I think we try and do that as humans too much. We just power on through. In fact, I think, were we talking about this yesterday with one of your friends, Anna? I don't know, but... I, I think it was the odd comment, yeah. The on, I think it was the comment of, like, you can just work and work and work and work thinking you're being more productive, but actually coming out into these nature spaces and doing these kind of things yeah. gives you the headspace. So when you go back to work on Monday or whenever you go back, you actually work quicker and you work yeah. more mm. efficient. She said balance is key. Yeah. Balance, balance is, is key. key. That was, it. That yeah, was the yeah. comment I wanted, yeah. Balance mm. is key. And it's it's hard to get to the point of realising that. Yeah. And one thing I did when I started producing, I, I started to record one new idea every day. Mm -hmm. And after two months, I had like 20 songs yeah. and none of them were finished. Yeah. And now when I start to record a new song, I challenge myself to finish it. Mm -hmm. Like always be closing. And I think that's, that's the key of production and, and of getting better at your craft, mm -hmm. that you have to finish with the mindset of, okay, nothing is ever going to be perfect. Nothing I create is ever going to be perfect. Mm. So I'm just going to finish it the way it's going to be finished. And that way I'm improving because I learn how to finish the song from the beginning, from the intro, over the verse, to the chorus, to the outro. And if I just started recording intros all, all over again every day, I would, be the best. Intros, yeah, I would be the best. Yeah, I would. I would be the best at writing intros. But yeah. What about the rest? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely, mate. <laughs> I would have to get another five producers <clears throat> for for every for every part one new producer. How do you find? Um, how do you find yourself the finishing point? Because I think it's very easy to become perfectionist, and then everything's mm. got to be like absolutely spot on. At what point are you satisfied? I think in every song you get to a point where you. Where you don't know, where you don't know what comes next, and and you, you just lack the creativity to to come up with something new, mm -hmm. and that's the point where you have to force yourself to do just anything. I think that's the point where you need to go. Okay, so far I, we've talked about that before. Until up until now in the song, I've tried to do everything right. I've tried to make it sound right, and now I'm going to try to mess it up <laughs> you said this yesterday yeah. you were about thinking about how should we do it let's do the opposite yeah let's do the opposite yeah and i think that's actually a really difficult thing because yeah. i'm so used to hearing an idea in my head straight away get it down but actually i don't ever give myself time to think like how can that idea be completely different yeah. but w what else can you do i mean if you get to the point where you don't come up with any anything new and you, and you want to finish the, the song you just have to do anything you yeah, you've got to get the job done, yeah, I guess, yeah. in a, to a degree. Yeah, yeah, it's. I think that's really interesting. Like, Everyone's different as well, I think. think that's so. another one, is like... Yeah. Some people... How do I've, you go about, go about that? 
used the first time. Can I come in on this? Because <clears throat> this isn't me hanging hanging you out to dry here. But you're amazing oh. at starting songs. And you're awful at yeah. finishing them. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> and I want, I, I'm really intrigued to know, like, what is the thing that stops you from finishing a song? Is it lack of confidence in the song? Because they're all bloody brilliant. Do you know what it is? Go on. I think, I think creative people work completely differently. Mm-hmm. I think there's, and I've noticed the fact that I have a sweet spot of creativity when I sit down mm-hmm. of the first half an hour to 40 minutes. Yeah. yeah. And that's when everything that I come out with yeah. is the best yeah it, and I have a complete sweet spot and that's why I'm always so conscious like you know I went off there and I just got a voice note yeah 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 because I just have this like sweet spot and then it'll go exactly and then it's teaching myself to then be able to come back to that yeah and finish stuff off mm-hmm. um, because they're so good like the reason I say it is because they are good and I want I want them I want the world to hear these ideas and I, it I'm really I'll intrigued. Tell you what we'll do we'll do a podcast next week. Yeah, and then two songs I've started today. See if we see. If I'll we'll have them finished by the end of the. Oh, podcast. and then you can perform them on the podcast. Oh, maybe not. I think I think that'd be nice. Save them. For no, the... everyone is going to bloody <clears throat> love that. Even if you just sing them raw and they're not perfect, I think that'd be a really interesting experiment because then, Pete, then you guys, the listeners, can also then follow the journey mm. of those songs. Again, I think what it bleeds into is that thing of like I was so used to just working by myself all yeah. the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I'm not a producer. Mm. Or a recorder or anything like that. I'm not an engineer, so I didn't. I don't know. Maybe didn't have. You've always got to rely on somebody to help you actually finish it. I think I'm like the, and I don't mean this in like a pretentious way whatsoever. I think I'm a proper musician, in the sense of like, I go to bed late, (laughs) wake up late, and sometimes I need a nudge to finish stuff. And I think because I'm not a, an engineer or a producer, I don't have that side of me. I'm just a musician, but kind of like the bare bones of it yeah just uh and i need people around me like yourself and other people just to be like to kick yeah the and i think musicians musicians of rights need that i think that's the funnest thing though about building like a team yeah you know when you find the right people and you click like i think that's really really sick like i was saying yesterday to these guys um that i would love to have a project where we need to get I need more people to help me on it. And mm. I think this would be a great team. Like yeah, two producers to like really challenge yeah, each would. other. Um, I'll wake up at midday. <laughs> you wake up Write at midday. a melody for 20 minutes and be like, guys, <laughs> I'm off to get a coffee. You're off. <laughs> but I think it's not undervaluating, mate, like how good you are <clears throat> at those starting ideas. And you're really good at switching it. I, like we definitely write very different melodies. Mm. And we write very different melodies. Mm. And I'm sure you guys also feel the same about melodies towards each other and also just mm. how we approach things. But I think that's really good yeah. because it's so um, hard to just do your thing, which is which is good. Ed Sheeran does his thing and you can hear Ed Sheeran in every song that he ever writes. Yeah. Mm. But some people do then just need um, pushing out of their comfort zone and that's when the yeah. best stuff... And then you've got to learn how to work with people and have that bit of, bit of tug of war and know when to let your end go a little bit. Yeah. That's a learning process for people. Yeah, so yeah, we yeah. might write together. I think me and you now have got that down. Like we've been writing together for like a year of like you said, I might have different melodies and you know when to kinda of let me maybe go off on a melody and yeah. but then I also then be like, right, okay, you're coming up with an idea and it might not necessarily be what I'm coming up with, but you need to slacken your bit off and mm. and also just <clears throat> I mean we, we we had that thing of Brian Eno on the, I think we've probably mentioned this on a podcast before, maybe. but like let someone get to the end of an idea. Before you ever oh, say anything before you about make it. any comment, and I think yeah. that's huge. Have you heard that one, Martin? No, no. But it so Brian, great, yeah. yeah, Brian Eno was who was he working with at the time? Coldplay, Coldplay. and he had this thing of um, when they were recording the album, let some if somebody has an idea, 
follow it through, record it, get everything down to exactly yeah. how they hear it in their head, and when they get yeah. to the end point, that's, that's when, when people make comment. Yeah, that's when you can comment on it and say, yeah. "No, nah, that's rubbish." But yeah, let them let them do it. Let them get to that point yeah. first, and I think again, it's it comes down to the time thing as well of allowing that. Yeah. Um, we we live in a world where it's very much like results straight away. That's mm. all we need is results now. Bang, 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 bang. And actually, that can be quite an unhealthy thing, I think. That doesn't mean that when we're in sessions together, sometimes we'll just look at one another and go, that's rubbish, carry on. <laughs> no, it's, but it's, 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 I think that's why it's so hard being a creative. There's so many aspects mm. that you need to be comfortable with and learn. Yeah. And that's why it takes people years to get to a point where they can do everything and nail it because it's, there's so many little things involved. Yeah. Getting on with people, writing music, having the motivation to write music, money, but you know, it can yeah. be so difficult and there's so many different aspects. And actually it's something that I love about doing this journey is that like we can go out for a walk tomorrow yesterday and, and go and get to know each other. And then quite often that's when some ideas happen. In fact, we wrote the song before we had a walk, which is actually the opposite to the way we I normally do it here. Okay. We normally go for a walk first and then oh. conversations that happen, mm. I'm like in my head I'm logging all the things that would be great song ideas mm. um for people to, to get the raw rawness out of individual artists so that they can tell their own story mm. um, and that's normally a beauty thing that um, you don't normally get off the bus it's hard to like when you jump in a session with a stranger and then you have to write a song that really means something mm. like that's really difficult as songwriters to do and to actually give um, does that does that make sense yeah. like, to give people the opportunity to tell their story how are you meant to get to know somebody's life story in an hour before you start writing that's it's you really difficult that's the thing because you can't and then you end up I mean we've done some sessions like this like that where like fantastic songs have come out and there's nothing wrong with just writing a song mm. not every song has to be this deep meaningful thing but yeah there's a lot of <laughs> sessions you do where you don't get a chance to actually and there's something I learned in Poland I took a workshop last summer in Poland with with this great band it's like the the best band around right in uh, the best band today in Poland performance wise they play jazz fusion pop everything they're all studied musicians and one thing that the um, the keyboarder said to to all the musicians that were gathered, gathered around him it was like 100 musicians he said if you're going to play a song make sure you know the lyrics first You have to know them by heart. Mm -hmm. And not only the singer has to know them, each and every member of the band has to know it. The bassist, the drummer, the keyboarder, the singer, everyone. Because only then you can get into the vibe, of, into the atmosphere of the song, and only then you can put it across through your instrument. Mm. That's a really interesting point. Yeah, instead of just knowing the chords, just, like yeah. it's a G, D, yeah. and a C, but it's like you need yeah. to know. It would have helped our situation about. yesterday in trying to record your vocal. If you'd have known them off by heart, because Martin was hovering above the microphone, holding his phone. That, so that's could... another issue. If you've just written a song, it's like it's you got to get a vocal down. Yeah, got to get a vocal down straight away. Don't know the lyrics. I, this is the thing. If I was like just I guarantee, if the microphone wasn't on, and we were jamming. I could remember the lyrics. Yeah, but it, when you <laughs> it's got the, the microphone it's the red light on, syndrome. But it's not even that. You know that you're like right. I've got to do a run there, and I've got to do that there. You think the last thing I want to be having to go is like, was it? What's the word? Is it that? And then before you know it, right, cut, <laughs> go again. <laughs> but then again, that's like wait. That's why you need to be comfortable with people because, you know, that took a fair few takes to get mm -hmm. right um, and nail it. But the fact of the bus and the fact you can feel comfortable around everyone and we've, you know, you've come, blah, 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 and you were giving me feedback on what I was seeing. It's like, maybe do that there and do that. That's why it's so important being comfortable and creative around people because I didn't feel any pressure that we're doing a few takes. 
yeah. it didn't matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no it's judgment. It's like, we'll just do it until we get it right, and that's cool. It's funny, isn't it, how, um, I guess this is on the positive thinking thing a little bit, but um, it's funny how we're in a world now with social media that you feel like every everybody's judging you all the time. Yeah. Mm. And actually... Nine times out of ten, nobody cares. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, even, even like last night when we were playing around the fire, like, that's the first time, actually, by the way, that I've ever sat and performed a song, especially one that's unwritten, yeah. just in front of strangers, just small groups. I used to hate small groups. Yeah. I think it stems from like Christmas time at, at home, we had a piano. Yeah. My brother was really good at just sitting there and singing the songs, <laughs> and I just felt like I was going to be really bad at it. Um, <clears throat> and I think it's because recently I've started really thinking, like, what are other people thinking when we're sat around a fire performing a song? Whether you sing well that day or sing badly that day, most people are just really buzzing that there's some music. Like They're yeah. just grateful that there's some music. And yeah. I think it's something that we all deal with. But actually, I've got another question. How much do you think, in 2019, people, um, people acknowledge the extra mile that we go as musicians to record a song like perfectly? <clears throat> yeah. And how much should we care about that line of perfection yeah i mean you could say don't take the effort to go that extra mile because they won't notice anyway mm -hmm. they are just there are no musicians they don't hear the difference but i think they do be it timing wise or pitch wise if you take that extra mile i think the listener notices it at least subconsciously yeah at least the timing i mean even if you don't know a thing about about um, rhythms, polyrhythms, or groove, you feel it. Mm. After all, music music is about feelings, and I think the listener always notices when when there's one note a little a tad behind the beat or a tad behind the bass, or if the groove is a little wonky here. Mm. The the listener will always notice, at least subconsciously. I think it's something. Uh, it's something I've learned when I do a, uh, did the film that we've just done is that if you're watching the film and you, like you say, you notice something, whether or not you're not sure exactly what it was, but your attention goes from just enjoying and watching or enjoying and listening to a song, if you then like come back to being very conscious that you're listening to the song, something happened mm. that has thrown you off. And I think if you can get through a song and nothing makes you go, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. something happened there that needs to... So like yesterday, there was there was a timing thing that we were working yeah. on. And when you were listening through, you, I could feel it in you. Like you were like listening and, and sort of taking the whole thing in as a listener. Yeah. And then suddenly, it was almost like you sat up slightly. Like something happened and yeah. I was like, he's noticed something. <laughs> something was there. And I actually hadn't... It, me personally, I hadn't noticed it yeah. um, being a problem, but you had. And... I found that really interesting as an experience to, to listen to because I'll always tweak the things that I hear but they're sometimes different to what you might hear yeah. I think it's interesting that our people yeah different I think it depends on the type of music as well so like yesterday we were doing like more of an EDM song like electronic and I think timing has to be pretty spot on for that kind of music yeah you but can't then have if, that loose but then like the song that you did this morning very acoustic, folky vibes. Even if we produced around that, that's probably got a lot more leniency in it. I don't know how you feel about that. As that's a, why yeah. I write them. <laughs> <laughs> but I think actually the more raw they are and the less perfect they yeah, are, absolutely. there's they more immersion. They almost need to be perfect emotion. at all. Yeah, no. exactly. I don't know what your thoughts on that or whether you've done music that you've been a lot more flexible with. Yeah, I feel the same. I think it's it's a big difference. If I if I accompany someone on the uh, just on the piano, like I've been working with vocalists lately, and if we play live, there's so much freedom for the vocalist to to emphasize certain notes or to to 
keep to sing this note longer or this note shorter. But if you have an, have an EDM track, it has to be the attack, the decay of the of the note has to be on point. Mm -hmm. Have you got any thoughts on things that you're trying to change yourself um, in the way that you're looking at producing stuff or the way that you're you are as a musician? Um, and by that, that's quite a broad question, but just to narrow it down a bit, when we're thinking about perfection and when we're thinking about um, how the listener is going to respond to music, is there anything that you're working on to like change about your yeah. creative techniques? There's one thing I'm trying to do, is which is uh, whenever I finish a song and I want to get feedback, I don't only want to get feedback from musicians, from professional musicians, I want to hear feedback from normal people mm -hmm. because <laughs> normal people I, write, I, write, <laughs> I don't write music for, for musicians exactly, only yeah. 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 that's yeah, the people yeah. are going to listen to at yeah. the end of the day and if you if you study music for three or four years you listen to music in a different way than normal Joe you know yeah <laughs> average Joe average Joe yeah <laughs> yeah no, I think because, because you me as a musician whenever I hear I hear a song I immediately start to analyze it mm-hmm and it's hard to turn off that button in your head to to not analyze the song. I really feel you with this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that it's, is why we, I think we should always get pe get in feedback from from the average average Joe. The average Joe. From the average Isaac. <laughs> <laughs> Isaac, what about yourself, mate? Um, I just to mirror that. I think it's really interesting because you're saying like being a musician. Like one of my favorite things to do just to chill is just to listen to music. Yeah. Like, but you do like listen out for everything. And it's the same way I think like actors say like they struggle to watch films because they're not just enjoying the film. They're being like, I oh, wouldn't have delivered that line like that. Yeah, yeah. And it My is the case. Does that yeah. all the time. Of course, yeah. Cause yeah, he's yeah, an actor, but, yeah. Well, but it's like, yeah, like. Sorry, what was the question? <laughs> it was, what are you? Is this is this something that you're trying to change about your creative process or, or work on to accept um, more so the stage that you're at when you get to the end of a, you know, like if you're writing a song. Mm. is there something that you do differently maybe now or you're working on now that means the outcome is slightly different judged on based, based not just on your idea of perfection but more so what other people are, are going to view that song as no <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm in a I think you are though at the minute Yeah. in what, terms what? of when we're writing lyrics we're a bit on certain songs we're a bit less precious on like spending a whole day trying to get one line because and, and it then affects the songwriting process. If you, if you lose momentum in something because we're trying to so perfectly do something, and yeah, you, that comes I from agree. you. Like I've learned that from you. Um, I think to a degree, I'm in a really good place. Like I think personally, in a place, I think we're in a good place with the music we're writing and what we're doing with other people. So I think actually one of the most important things is to recognise when you are just doing something well, mm -hmm. keep doing what you're doing mm -hmm. instead of always trying to change something. Mm -hmm. So I've spent time like learning from people and change but I feel like I'm just in a really good place with the music I'm writing mm -hmm. and that I don't want to mess with that at the moment and yeah. of course there's things I can improve on uh, you're always improving like working that extra hour to finish that song that day instead of the day after mm -hmm. but I'm just in a really good spot with what I'm writing so I'm just like just keep this is where the real hard work starts really yeah, recording it down and yeah, we've just, got six weeks to do that just Never you know, change a winning team. Well, exactly. If it's not broken, to fix <laughs> it in a sense. Change. And that isn't saying like, oh, you know, but I'm, uh, I just think this is where like the real slog starts of like, right, okay, you found something good. Keep doing it. Yeah. Do it lots. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I've, um, for, to put my 
two cents in the park. Is that is that a saying? Two cents ding, in the park. Ding, ding, ding. Um, <clears throat> I've been recently because I I get so much content out all the time, and I've started doing these one hour song challenges. And the very first one that I put out, I was so nervous because I don't really publicly put me singing out there. And one thing I learned after putting that out there was that which no, I don't understand, by the way. George is a great singer. Seriously, <laughs> seriously. Thank you, mate. Um, I, I, I think George the, is like you can come back on the podcast. Thank you very much. <laughs> I think the thing I, I was worried about putting it out there is that I was waiting for the comments to come in on um, our great production, but you should try getting somebody else to sing, or you should mm. like. I was, I'm, mm. I'm conscious of that, and nobody, nobody put no any comments. I mean, I'm sure people out there were there will be people that were just like Blumenell. George shouldn't sing or whatever, but well, I, don't, I think, I think people think that, that about Ed Sheeran or they think that about yeah. I think that's like that's that's your typical creative self doubting. Yeah, and every creative yeah. does it whether you yeah. like it or not. You'll put something out there or you'll sing on some of your plans, and you're always gonna think, oh, people are gonna people and they don't, like, and nobody ever does, and, and that's yeah. So I, I think people don't even think about production in general. I mean, no. like two years ago, until two years ago, when I, before I started producing. I I didn't even know what it meant mm. to be a producer. I didn't know what it meant the term music production. What does it mean? I didn't know any pro producer, mm. and now I know. Okay, in today's music, it's like ninety percent production. Yeah, that makes up the song. Absolutely, some, some are definitely something. the unsung heroes of oh the whole like, industry. So I always find like is is a producer to the the like the untrained ear of just like the general public consuming music, or almost like a cleaner. Yeah. No disrespect, but like if they do a good job, no one actually notices. Yeah. Yeah. If you go into a toilet, the... public toilet and it's really clean, you don't actually notice. But if you went in and it was really dirty, you'd notice. You'd notice they weren't there. So if a producer did a really bad job, you'd notice. But yeah. if they've done a good job, actually, yeah. unless you're a musician and you'll notice like little yeah. things. For the average job, they don't notice and that means you've done the best job you could That's have possibly. That's a sign done. of a good producer. Yeah. So if you want to go if you want to be a good producer, Try not to get noticed. Yeah, but yeah. Just in a basically, sense. be a, be a ghost. And that's a whole other story of like how it feels to be a producer where nobody notices yeah, you. Yeah, like yeah. That's a whole different sort of like conversation on that. But yeah, so for for me, I've been like really working on accepting that, mm. and actually, in a bit of like a, a controversial thing against what you guys have said, I'm also trying to work very much on like putting stuff out. Isaac just gave me the eyes. <laughs> um, work on putting as much stuff out there as possible because I think in 2019 people want so much content like by next week everyone will have forgotten my last video or my yeah. last song or last thing and they're ready for the next one and actually it's 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 really hard I think to keep up with the momentum yeah. of people want a lot of stuff but you want to keep up the good quality and you want to keep yeah. that artistic side in you as a musician or a producer um, finding that balance is the journey is a new journey that I'm on actually it's kind of like how long do I want to spend doing these vocals on this new song mm. compared to how much do I just need to release this song so that people can hear it hear what I'm up to and then move on to the next song and that's and, uh, the balance it's the balance it's like something that I want to do with you Isaac is like we've got a single ready to go Yeah, and a month after that, I want us to bash out the next single and yeah. keep that momentum yeah, yeah, up, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, rather than it being like the I mean, even like what five years ago, every six months, that's when people would release stuff, right? Like twice a year, they'd have a big release of some kind. I think now, artists are releasing stuff like once a month. I mean, think about how much stuff Ariana Grande releases at the minute. So much stuff, and that's even an artist so big. Billie Eilish, she's always coming out of new stuff. She's just dropped a new album and singles coming off that. It's like yeah. Interesting conversation, anyway, and I'm sure we could talk about it for 
many, many hours. That's the thing. If it's so dangerous getting musicians on a podcast because you start talking about music and you'll be like, oh, we're four hours in. <laughs> four hours in. But I think that's a good place to round up and um, I'm sure people will be wanting to hear much, much more. But um, hopefully we can get you on the podcast again at some point, Martin. Don't know when that will be. I would be glad to. <laughs> we'll definitely meet up more. And, and uh, the beauty of the internet is I'm hoping we can work together a lot more. I showed Martin a song yesterday that I've started and I can't hear the production and I can't hear where it's going to go. But I think Martin will be able to do it much justice. So hopefully we can work on that for the album over yes. online in some way, shape or form. Yes. And then, uh, yeah, we'll see you again, mate. We'll see you again. Well, thank you so much for, for being on the podcast, both of you. Thank you. Um, check out Martin at Martin. Here we go. Here we go. M-R-T-N-M-T-Z-L. Exactly, yeah. On Instagram and Isaac Tyler Music. I don't need to spell that. R-E-S-W-I-C-T-Y-L-A-R. Music. How do you spell music? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, go check these guys out. The squeaky chair is back. Um any updates on anything I need to tell you guys I don't think so if you want to see what happened with the whole film the film is now out so um, I put a pod, um, a video out on Wednesday which basically showed the whole process of what we were doing the story of how I got involved in the film and, and it, the film is now um, being distributed behind the scenes so if you guys would like to see the film what we're doing at the minute is we are distributing it for free as a private link um, if you guys get together with friends so have some food, have some wine, um, have some conversation, get together for an evening, something that you wouldn't necessarily do, even if it was midweek. Um, I will give you the link to the film. You guys can watch it, and I'm hoping that will open up um, plenty of thoughts for you guys to discuss how your current lives are and whether or not there's anything you can change. So if you're interested in that, let me know. Any final thoughts from you guys before we leave? Martin, we need one last deep quote from you. <laughs> I'm looking at the project file now, at, at the... Logic project, yeah, and I see the podcast jingle coming up. So you have another like only ten. Oh, seconds, that's actually like ten seconds on, left. It is coming up. Hang on, <laughs> until the outro is. There actually is a channel with the podcast jingle. On. Well, it is. I normally move that, but, but should we make it? So are we going to end for that? <laughs> okay. All right, cool. How long have we got? About, um, about thirty seconds, maybe. Maybe if we're lucky. So, Martin, any final like words of wisdom? Something you've yeah. loved? Something you've yeah. learned recently? Yeah. Two things. <gasps> okay. Oh no, this is not the bus. Is always creative. And second, never stop creating. This is me. I'm the-